Sarina Sydney as Venus Williams, Demi Singleton as Serena Williams, yeah, Andy Bean as Lars Stabler. I mean, look, we covered this during the London Film Festival, people. So go back and check out that review. At number seven is uh, one of those screenings, you know, of a musical in the cinema is anything goes. So, at number six, still riding and walking out out of rhythm, Stennis Villeneuve's Jude Park One, Timothy Charlemagne, Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaacs, Zenade, Yami, Jason Momoa, Stephen Starsgard, Stephen McKinley Henderson, Josh Brolin, Javier Bardot, Sharon Duncan Brewster, Chen Chang, Dave Bautista, boy, it's distracted. So now we are in the top five people, and number five is No Time to Die. Yo, so this is from Carrie Ajuja Pomuja, and it's you know, the last outing is James Bond from Craig, Daniel Craig, Craig Daniel, Daniel Craig, Anna Davis is up in there, Leah Sadu, Ralph Fiennes, Remy Malik, Christopher Brooks, Ben Wilshaw, Naomi Harris again, Billy Montagurson, you know, Jeffrey Wright, Diana Lash, I mean, this is another heavyweight cast 
at number four. It's that new entry in the MCU. It is Eternals from Chloe Zhao. And we've got Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, Selma Hayek, Kit Harrison, Kamala Namajanji, Leah McHugh, Brian Tyree Henry. Man, I, I will be seeing this soon. <laughs> At number three, do it. Right, we've got Encantable. And so this is from Jared Brush, Brian Hywood, and Charis uh, Castro Smith. And we've got voice cast of Stephanie Beatrice, Maria Cecilia Montero, John Legazamo, Diana Guerrero, Jessica Darrow. It's an animated feature vehicle. And it's from the House of Mouse. Alright. So now we are in our last two. At number two, it is them as Ghostbusters. It's Ghostbusters Afterlife. This new entry is from Jason Reitman. Now we've got Finn Wolfgard. We have Kenna Grace. Carrie Cove. Sigourney Weaver, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson. Right. Oh, the gang is back, people. And at number one this week, well, 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 Ridley Scott, he's come back, and this time it is with House of Gucci. And it's starring Selma Hayek, Adam Driver. Jared Leto, Al Pacino, Lady Gaga, Jeremy Irons. Whew. I hear it's very good, people. So that is our top 10. So, people, we have um, a couple of films for you this week. So, let's get this motherfucker started, shall we? Let's go. Alright, people. So, first up, we have a new vampire tale. That's right, people. It is Red Snow. Okay, people. So, hey, we've got a new entry to the uh, vampire genre of horror films. And it is called Red Snow. So this film is written and directed by Sean Nicholas Lynch. Uh, it is produced by Lynch, um, along with Eric Bursell, uh, Tommy Maples. Tommy Maples, that's not a bad name, is it? Is Tommy Maples. <laughs> I have no, I don't even know why I did Italian. He probably is not. <laughs> uh, Laurel uh, Leon and Stephen Bellamy also um, 
Timothy Lynch handles the music. Uh, we've got Gavin V. Murray on cinematography. Lindsay Bulender did the casting. Production design is Sarah Alex and Melanie Lendro. Um, Lindsay Bohinder also um, was the art director. And Sarah Alex also handled costume design. Melanie Landro also did the makeup. Okay, so our cast, we have Olivia Romo, who is played by Denise Cisaros. Uh, we have Luke, played by Nico Bellamy. We've got Jackie, played by Laura Kennan. Um, we have Brock, played by Alan Silva. Uh, Julius King, he is played by Vernon Wells. His associate Simon is played by Edward Yule. And then there's Amy, played by Olivia Pintz. Um, all right. Also, Olivia's sister, who we never see, but she is voiced by Nancy Martinez Soto. Okie dokie. So, people, the gist of the film is, uh, is this. Aspiring vampire, uh, aspiring vampire romance novelist Olivia Romo is spending the holidays alone. Held up in her snowbound cabin near Lake Tahoe and um, rock, racking up rejection letters from publishers until one night an injured bat slams against her window. Sympathetic to creatures of the night, Olivia takes the wounded critter inside her garage to nurse it back to health. The next day, however, Olivia is delighted to discover that the last that the bat has transformed into a handsome vampire. His name is Luke. He's not a fan of crosses, garlic, or sunlight, but he seems to take a strange liking to Olivia. The unlikely companions get to know each other and start to form a tenuous friendship. But Olivia grows suspicious of Luke's intentions as his past begins to catch up with him. First, there's strange detective who comes looking for Luke and his dangerous associates. Then there's the pale figures creeping outside Olivia's cabin at night. And at last, Luke's old vampire friends come out of the shadows and into Olivia's cabin. They want Luke back. But first, they want to help themselves to his tasty new friend. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, so it, it, it starts off, right, with a, a woman going into the woods looking for a dog, right? Which is always, I, you know it's never going to end well, right? And you wonder, <laughs> you wonder to yourself, man, like, why would anyone go alone into a motherfucking woods? 
right? Why would you do that shit? It's insane. It's insane. And uh, so we we had this incident, and then we just jumped to Olivia, right? And we kind of just see a little montage of her waking up, having breakfast, having coffee, writing, you know, going to the post box. And it's just this and this and this and this, right? Um, until one day the bat flies into her door. Now, I think there is a lot of uh, suspension of reality that you have to put with watching this, which, you know, I mean, to be fair, it is a horror film, right? And it is about vampires. So (laughs) what are you expecting? I guess. But, um, like, straight out of the gate. When she goes to grab this vampire, she puts it in a box. There's no fucking holes in the box. I Like, you know, she gives it water and all of this, but there's no holes in a box. What are you doing? Like, what was the point in trying to help it? If you're trying to kill it, right? There's, so we have this. But once you, she sees the transformation, she acts real scared and weird, like this thing like hisses at her and all of that so it seemed like you know, at first I will say I was just like, why the fuck would she be trying to protect this vampire then I remembered crazy women be sending letters to serial killers (laughs) and all the chicks would be like wasn't a Bundy really attractive, ooh I want to marry Charles, man. You'd be like, you crazy motherfuckers. What is wrong with you? You know what I mean? So when you remember that, it's something like, yeah, actually, yeah, this would happen, right? Too many crazy (laughs) broads watching Twilight and uh, what? True Blood, right? Twilight, True Blood, friggin' Anne Rice's books. And it'd be like, oh. Maybe this vampire will fall in love with me. Hmm. Right? So we get all of that. Now, this is where it gets a little weird. Right? Because, firstly, she writes vampire romance fiction, which is just dumb. It's dumb. I mean, listen, if you like it, that's fine. But it, it's just a thing being like, <sighs> wait, so you think this vampire is not going to eat you? Right? If people will have sex with people and then kill them, and that's human people, why do you think a vampire is not going to have sex with you and then kill you? Right? That's the weird thing about this whole vampire romance. It, it, that's the thing that makes no sense to me. Right? We know what humans will do. So why do you think a vampire ain't gonna do the same? Is that pussy so good? Huh? He don't care. He wants the blood. Man, the pussy's just an apparatif. You know what I mean? Shit. But you 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 have her act like this, but she thinks 
a locked door is going to keep it. That was a weird thing. It's just like there's certain things we were talking about, and it's just like, but wait, you write about vampires. Vampires are meant to have like you know a lot of strength. They're meant to be tougher, more powerful. So why do you think a door is going to hold this fucking thing back? That, that there's weird things in this like that, right? Also, at the very start, we have her talking to her sister and being like, oh, I want to be like you. I, you know what I, mean? I don't want to go home. I'm happy here. I'm writing this book, blah, 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 blah. Right? All of that, that that's, that's what she's kicking out at the start. You know what I mean? So we, we have all of this. Then there's also things like she's deceiving a private eye, right? Old Julius King does that, which, I mean, it, it's not believable, right? Nothing she says is believable, right? Which, you know, plays into the story and we see how that unfolds. But then later on, she's all lamenting and be like, I was tricked and be like, you weren't tricked. You, you jumped into this both feet. You were eager for some vampire dick. That's the shit, right? And, and so it's just like, like, what the fuck is happening? You know, we ever ask for advice and then be like, and be like, yo, you asked for it. Like, what is going on? There's so many contradictions in the film. And especially at the end, when she's just like, Christmas is about spending time with family and be like, yo, chill. You didn't want to. You know what I mean? Your sister in fact, you turned it down. What the fuck are you moaning about? Also, another gripe, right? We see her at the very start not being able to handle a crossbow and all of this. And then all at the end, we're meant to believe that she can. As well, we see her not be able to aim and hit a target. And then she can't. You know what I mean? It's a, a little bit like, huh? Plus, certain items would never stay, break the skin. They ain't breaking the skin. But for, <laughs> for some reason of this, they do. Right? We're meant to believe that certain things, you know what I mean? Skewers. Fucking kebabs. No. No. Oi. Like, the acting is a little inconsistent, right? Some of it is better than others, you know what I mean? I'll say that. But, you know, it's not terrible, terrible. It's just like, yeah, some of the, answers, some of the lines are kind of wooden. Yeah, expressions and fear, it, 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 we're not overly convinced. But if you like hammy horror, right? If you like things a little over the top and just like, uh, this, I think this will, you know, this could be your thing. It's not as stylized as Night Teeth. Because Night Teeth looked fucking good. It got stupid towards the end, but it looked very good. This isn't like that. But, hmm. 
trying to think of some like hammy shit. I don't know, man. You know, it's kind of Rocky Horror Picture Show ish in places. But yeah, if you're into a vampire romance and all of that, uh, you know, MacGuffin, then hey, Red Snow, it will be coming to a VOD near you on Monday, the 6th of December. Okay, people? So. Yeah, if you fancy a Christmas-tinged vampire story, then Red Snow may be the one for you, okay? Okay, people, and now it's a new Christmas one. It is a single. people so uh you know what there's times when i say to myself no more no more but then circumstances forces your hand so i checked out single all the way it is a new i think you get it right you, you get it from the goddamn title it is a new romantic comedy set around Christmas, and it has just dropped on Netflix, okay, so it is directed by Michael Meyer, um, it is written by Chad Hodge, produced by Joel S. Rice, cinematography, it's handled by Eric Kaler, it's edited by Adrian Van Ville, music is Anton Sanko, right, and our cast, well, we have Peter, right, he's played by Michael Yuri, and I was like, I recognize that guy, who the fuck is that guy, Ugly Betty, he, he was that, the dude who was kind of trying to backstab Betty, but then he was a friend one minute. Yeah, that, that's a motherfucker. That's it. Um, his best friend is Nick, and he's played by Philemon Chambers. Uh, Peter, he's... Um, oh, gosh. Yeah. His mum, Carol, is played by Kathy Najimy. Right, his uh, his dad, god damn it, Harold. His dad is called Harold, played by Barry Boschwick. Um, he has two sisters one is Lisa, played by Jennifer Robertson, who's got two daughters, Daniela, played by Madison Bridges. And Sophia, played by Alexander Beaton, and her husband is um, Tim, played by Steve Lund. Wait, I think that's correct. I believe her husband is Tim. Ugh. Yeah, there's a lot of characters who don't really do anything um, to be. No, her husband is not Tim. <laughs> Oh, shit. Her husband is actually Tony. It's, you know, it's a, it begins with the same letter, right? 
And Tony is played by Stefano De Matteo. Um, his other sister is Ashley, who is played by Melanie uh, Leishman. Um, her husband is um, her husband is Jim, and he's played by Victor Andres Tujon Treles. Uh, they've got two sons. Simon, played by Griffin Harvet, and Sam, played by Vigo Hanlet. Um, they have got their uh, their aunt Sandy, who's played by Jennifer Coldridge, and then there is James, the love interest, played by Luke McFarlane. Okay. So that's the, 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 the main cast right there. So the gist of the story is this. Desperate to avoid his family's judgment about his perpetual single status, Peter convinces his best friend Nick to join him for the holidays and pretend that they're now in a relationship. But when Peter's mother sets him up on a blind date with her handsome trainer James, the plan goes awry. Awry, array, however the fuck you want to pronounce it. Anyway, people, that's the film, right? And it is what you think it's going to be. It is what you think it's going to be. It's <sighs> boy. Like, Here's the thing, if you like Christmas films, if you like rom-coms, you will probably enjoy it, you'll probably enjoy it. Now, when I say if you like rom-coms, I'm talking about, you know, right, the, the, your run-of-the-mill ones, like Chalet Girl, and, and the, just stuff like that, I'm not talking about I don't even call the ones the good shit rom-coms. You know what I mean? It's more character studies. So fuck it. Yeah, if you like rom-coms, you'll probably like this. Okay? Now, we, you know, it, it's just got just all those typical setups. Right? There's, there's nothing new here. Or, or just overly compelling. Right, we, we don't really get a lot of depth in any of the characters. Like we, we bump into Peter at the beginning, he's on a photo shoot, and you know, he works for this agency, you know, and, and they're promoting a new shaving brand, which you only kind of really get closer to the end, right? None of that is overly clear at the beginning, and they've got these influencers to pretend to be Santa Claus, and it's this whole thing, which, listen, every time they want to kind of depict marketing and comms, it's always bad. It's always these shitty ideas, and you're just like, that's not good, right? No one's going to buy a product with that 
fucking pitch. But then they, they always play it like, this is the best idea ever. And if it doesn't work out, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they didn't take up that. And you're like, no, it's trash. What? Just why? I don't know why they always fuck around with it. Because it's clear they don't have an understanding of what motherfuckers have to do. You know what I mean? Hey, this is what I do, motherfuckers. So I can speak on this shit. If they would just give them a different job, right? Then you don't embarrass yourself with the bullshit concepts that you're throwing out there. You know what I mean? That's just me. Hey, that's nitpicking, but man, it irritates the fuck out of me. You feel me? But yeah, so we have to, he's in a relationship. He's in a relationship, which obviously it falls apart. But remember, he he's supposedly in love with this dude. He's invited this dude back home. And this is just before Christmas. So you're assuming this is literally the end of November, right? That's that. Um, when that all falls apart, he's going home for Christmas, right? And yeah, when it's like he convinces his best friend, there's not really again, it's not really any convincing here. It's just like, oh, come back with me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's essentially it. Right? If you're gonna set these things up, at least at least give us a little sign, you know what I mean? The, 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 yeah, there was nothing. There was nothing there, uh, and they've lived together for years. I think they. I think they said eleven years. I might be pulling that out of my ass. I may be pulling that out of my ass, people. But they've been living together a long ass time. Okay, so this is the thing. They've been they're supposedly best friends. Although, I mean. We don't really, there's not really chemistry between these people, right? I mean, get the family thing, it doesn't really feel like a, a, a family. It's just people on screen. There's not a lot of chemistry here. I don't know, maybe you will see something different, but I, I just, yeah, I, I just wasn't buying it i wasn't buying it and people people i don't go into these things thinking i don't want to believe in this shit let me believe let me believe motherfuckers it's all i want to do you know what i mean all i want to do but yeah i don't believe it right and so we just have this situation going on Right, he's like they've got this. As I said in the in the in the you know synopsis, they've got, supposedly got this plan that they're going to pretend to be. It doesn't like from the giddy up. It just doesn't happen. It's not like they they from the start. They're like, oh, hey, I brought my boyfriend. Yeah, it's just like yeah, I brought Nick. Yeah, I didn't know you're bringing your friend. Yeah, I mean, and so there was no point in trying to introduce that as a plot, because it's not a plot. It, it's just mentioned once, and then that's it. 
So, as I said, it's just a pointless setup. It, it just seemed irrelevant to even include. Because you just have him go home with his friend. And it's the same fucking story. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that was a little like, what are we doing, man? What are we doing? You know, so there's that, okay? And, and then you just get the typical thing. Like, he doesn't want to get set up, but then, oh, my gosh. Oh, I don't know. Oh, he's so attractive, this guy. Blah, blah, blah. They're on a date. The whole family is now, oh, we see a connection between you two, which, hey, might be because I'm blind, but I didn't see that shit. <laughs> I didn't see that shit. And then it makes no sense because, as I said, look, if they've been friends for like 11 years, they're roommates. They're roommates. So you think there would be an understanding on shit. Right, you'd think if something was gonna would have happened, it would have happened, but it's just that typical thing of now everyone's like, Oh, we think they should be together, and then it says talking to them individually, be like, I think you love Figgy, I think you love Figgy, and then they're like, oh, I didn't realize, but I think I love it, and you're just like, What the fuck, man. If you've known each other all this time, you know, you know, right? It, 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 it's, it's stupid. There's people I've known for long, a long-ass time, and if someone went to me, you secretly love that person, right? They'd be like, no. <laughs> I, I think I would have known. <laughs> I think I would have known. Stop it with your silliness. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah, it just makes no sense. Then they're, they're doing, as part of the plot, there's a nativity play that, again, plays no real relevance to the story. No real relevance to the story. And it's just the normal fucking nativity, right? The way it's set up at the beginning, they give it a different name. And it gets, well, it's... Uh, you know that uh, when people curse, they say uh, something Jesus hates Christ. Did Jesus hate Christ? It was something, something. But they call the play that, right? And you think, oh, is it going to be something different? No, it's a typical fucking story. Uh, but it, it's meant to be like, oh, no, everyone's saying it's so great. It, it, it's a typical story, motherfuckers. You ain't invented, uh, you know what I mean, the iPad, right? It, it's not new technology here yeah just regurgitated some shit <laughs> you know hey one one weird bit of the film as i said right he's peter's got two sisters right and the the the, the two girls right lisa's two girls they're all done up at one point and then his other sister ashley her two sons, they walk in to the kitchen, see the girls, and we're like, oh, man, can we stay? And they're like, oh, no, 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 we can't because, and it's just like, you can't, but say you're fucking cousins, you weirdos. You do not cover your cousin because you get some inbred kids 
what the fuck, right? That's a simple, it's a simple thing. It's a simple thing, right? You are related. Don't ogle your fucking relatives, right? But not the weirdness of they make of the situation. It was just like, wait, what? What? And surely, this is the thing, they know they're related. They know they're related. So to be like the little kid's fan, it, it's just, it was weird. It was just like, what? Why is that? here that is just yeah man i don't even fucking know a lot of people are making a big figure feel a big thing out of this film because they're saying it's the first gay christmas film netflix have produced it's not the first you know uh, allergies, people. What the fuck? You know what I mean? What can I do? What can I do? But yeah, it's not that. You know what I mean? Look, there's been better films, right? If you want to watch a film with chemistry and shows people as fucking people, there's another big figure of this film, right? The mum is like, oh, I've read a book about gay relationships and blah blah, and it's just like, what? 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 You know what I mean? It's like, now I understand gay people. And, but, but, and you're just like, what, what the fuck are you talking? Like, it was just weird. Because it was just like, oh, I had to read a book to understand. And be like, yo, people be people, man. What, what the fuck are you talking? People be people. Stop with the stupid. And here's a thing. A lot of the time, right, big companies make these films, and all the gay guys, they always, they, they show a certain type of gay guy, right, which is just so stereotypical, it's just infuriating, because not all gay people act the same, but Every time they want to show gay people, gay dudes, it's mainly dudes, right? They have them be like all campy and flamboyant and all that bullshit. Look, gay people, they're not all like that. They're not all like that. Look at fucking Jason Ellis. You feel me? It's just weird. That you always want to show things in this fashion. You know what I mean? Like, a, a good Christmas film that follows a gay relationship, it, and it's on Netflix, motherfuckers, it's a New York Christmas wedding. We spoke about it last year. We spoke to the great director. Check that one. Put that into your Christmas rotation, right? Because it's better. It's a better film. But as I said, look, if you like rom-coms, you might like this. If you liked Love Hard, right, you will like this. If you liked, what is that film, Holiday Neck? It was out last year, you know what I mean? You would like this, right? If those things, you'll like this. So, yeah, there, there's a thing, man. It, it's not for me, but... You know, I it, it's got an audience, people. It's got an audience. So, yeah, there you have it. 
single the way is now on left. <laughs> Okay, people, so as we come to an end of another episode, let's take a look at a little bit of film news. So, um, yo, Lights Out, you're a big hit, and it starred Chris Evans and Anna De Armas. Well, those two are reteaming for a new Apple right so uh, yeah you know it, it is good right and um, this film is going to be called yes. uh, it's being directed by Dexter Fletcher right um, and it's being written by uh, Rhett Reese and Paul Winnick, right? They they're also going to be producing the film um, with uh, Evans, also a producer, and they announced executive producer, right? So um, yeah, I mean that's pretty. Uh, that could be interesting, right? Romantic action adventure. That's what we're being told. So uh, yeah, people. You know, that's coming. Um. Now also, from Universal Pictures, is Renfeld, which um does sound pretty interesting. This one, right? So um, you know, it's got a, a very, very big cast. It is written by Ryan Ridley. Um, yeah, it's uh, being directed by Chris McKay, and it is uh, based on a story by Robert Kirkman. Okay, um, so Kirkman and McKay are both producing the film with David Alpert, Brian. First and Sean First. Right, so it's going to be starring Nicholas Holt, uh, Nicholas Cage, and um, Aquafina. Okay, so the gist is this Nicholas Holt is going to be um, playing um, a Renfeld. Right, obviously. Um, but he is the acolyte and henchman to Count Dracula. You might remember from uh, the Branch Stoker. And the film is said to explore the toxic codependent relationship 
in a modern day adventure. Um, now, Aquafina is playing someone that teams up with Renfeld to take on Dracula himself. So, um, yeah. So, it said that it's going to be played in a comedic tone. So, um, yes, don't expect any spooky horror or anything like that. Alright, people? And let's end with this one. Right? Because not only has Yaya Abdul Matina II created a new production company, House 1110, he's also signed a big ass deal with Netflix. Yes. Man, it, it, it's like comic book exclusives back in the day because every single studio and streaming platform is grabbing talent, signing them to these huge deals, right? Which, you know, I understand. Um, so, part of this deal is for him to star in and produce a gang of movies for Netflix, right? And um, he's aiming to showcase a talent of traditionally unrepresented or overlooked communities within the film industry, including diverse filmmakers, writers, and staff. So, uh, yeah. We don't have any projects um, announced yet to start off the deal, but I imagine there's gonna be stuff coming pretty soon. You know what I mean? Um, which is huge. You know, Hallie signed that deal last week. You know what I mean? And now this, boy, you know, what it means is gonna get be getting some great shit to watch you know hey regarding the platform and studio people oh it only bodes well for the consumer so uh yeah people that is it for part one yes it's another two part people so go check out part two because we've got an interview all right people bye